Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Now entering Nerdist.com. Shut the fuck up. I've been wearing it all day. I've been wearing it all day. uh, Starting to dress like a grown-up. This is my finest plaid. (laughs) I really pulled out all the stops for this one. You certainly did. In the hotel room. We share a hotel room. Uh, (laughs) Are you really sharing a hotel room? Yeah, we are. Thanks. Oh, my God. I I want that to... Did this go off? Why did this go up? I want that to be a reality show. I want you guys living together to be... I don't. I don't want that to be a reality show. (laughs) I know. He snores like you would imagine him to snore. Right? Right? Just by looking at him, you're like, I wonder how that... I got it. I got it. I know exactly how. I'm sure, I'm sure you have your fair share of idiosyncrasies. No, I sleep like a hot baby. <laughs> how, how's your con been so far? Have you seen anything? Uh, it's been good. I bought, like, original cells from the Ghostbusters cartoon. The, re- the, real, the, real, the real-life Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah, the real Ghostbusters. When you first saw the real-life Ghostbusters, you are like, that is not Peter Venkman, and why does Egon Spengler look them? like he should be in the band ABC? Like, he had yes. this big blonde pompadour. Another bad creation? Yeah, no. No, ABC. Oh, no. My generation's ABC. Well, when I was three years old, I understood that they legally couldn't use the likenesses of Peter Venkman and... You're very smart. I was. Uh, (laughs) But the guy, like, I'm looking through the cells, and the guy tries, he's like, hey, this one's already matted, and he shows me this thing with Peter Venkman and the gorilla from the Ghostbusters. Yeah. You remember the cartoon, The Ghostbusters? The other one. Yeah. The other one. And I was like, no, dude, those are two different cartoons. He's like, no, no, it's both Ghostbusters. I was like, no, it's not. That's the real Ghostbusters. That's not. Put it away. Nerd fight. What a piece of shit. Right? That guy was dumb. I was talking about you. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. I bought, a, uh, I bought a zombie doll with a detachable head from the Walking Dead booth. Oh, my God. That's yeah. awesome. Anyone else get it? It's adorable. It's, that's so I sweet. bought it for my girlfriend. Oh, my God. You guys, I have a present for you. No. Vamp for a second. I got to run up and get it. You know, 
It's times like these where we miss Chris Hardwick. All right. Now that he's gone, he is keeping us he's hostage. We have no control. Guys, we please have help. Please literally help us. It I, wasn't supposed to be like this. It wasn't supposed to turn what out. What the fuck are you doing? Sorry. Um, did you guys did you guys hear the Robert Kirkman podcast that we did a couple weeks ago? Yeah. This uh, I don't want you guys to uh, lose control of your bowels at how awesome this is. But a couple days ago, uh, it doesn't have to be that awesome for me to lose my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> Fecal incontinence—it's everyone's problem. Uh, <laughs> Damon Lindelof uh, had T-shirts made of the drawings oh, shit. that we did. Shit. And he sent them over, one for each oh, of you guys. Man, with the fucking shirt? Yeah, and it says, uh, it says uh, what, to, what do you do when zombies attack? And it's got Robert Kirkman and his Sasquatch jerking each other off, hanging oh, from nooses. Oh, man. So here's yours. And even the bag. Like, Lindelof is awesome. Like, the bag. Yeah, that's, it's that's on the bag. That's some motherfucking lost money right awesome. there. Wow. Yeah. Oh. That is... Wow. Come on, seriously, right? That's great. I, I don't like that the um, testicles are censored, though. Well, you can't, you can't wear it around. I'm a purist when it comes to well, my bestiality porn. I think you can see a ball. Oh, God, come on, guys. No. Are you really going to sit there and dissect the Sasquatch ball while hold, we're doing a show? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, is he, uh, he listens to this, this podcast, right? Damon? Yeah. He does, as a matter of fact. Hey, yeah. Damon, thanks a lot. Yay! Yeah. Thanks for the t-shirts. What do I do with that? Um, I want to just kind of keep the show moving. We have a uh, surprise guest for you guys uh, who's coming out. Mr. Will Wheaton! Yes. That's been our secret handshake for 20 years now. Not so secret anymore. Turns out it's not, but if you try to do it, we'll know that you stole it from us. Yeah. On account of, on account of its secret. Yeah. No one else has a hat. Like a, I envision the hat being like a Lincoln-style hat. Yeah, what do you of course. Yeah. For me, it was always a bowler. A bowler? Okay. Yeah, you know what I saw today? A guy that is obviously Lincoln when he's on the job, but wasn't Lincoln today. Had the beard, the mole. But did you see who he was with? Who was he? He was with a guy in regular casual clothes with a Union soldier hat. There you go. They really didn't communicate. It was very confusing. No. There were rumors about Lincoln. I, I there were rumors. I think I know where they met. <laughs> <laughs> this, it, this has been. A, this. Thank you for waiting in line. I know this is sort of a. It's kind of an odd part of San Diego. Uh, you mean that far away from everything? Well, far away, and it's a little. But close to Harrison Ford. Oh. Yes. So exciting. Also, thanks for bringing me the beer that my girlfriend bought me. Um, you're welcome. I, I think that anyone that makes a baby fucking joke should be rewarded with beer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I think and then so everything too. went horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> First of all, Will Wheaton, uh, congratulations on Woodstock the other night. That was an thanks. incredibly fun show. It really was. You guys have done such an incredible job. Um, you and Adam Savage and Paul and Storm. When did you... I actually don't know. What was the, what was the idea behind... Like, when did you start it, and what was the... Uh, it was 2009, and I, I've known Paul and Storm for a really long time, yep. and uh, we were talking about figuring out a way that we could do some kind of show together. Yep. And Paul said, so I, I, what do you think about doing a show that's like the This American Life stage show, but it's 
like for nerds and not hipsters. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, 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 uh, and I thought, yeah, okay, that, yeah, great, let's do that. And he said, um, and if you need more convincing, and I was like, no, no, I'm on board, I got it, that sounds great. But if you want me to make, the, make it like even cooler, no, Paul, you don't have to make it cooler, I've got it, Adam Savage is going to be the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we, um, we had this great idea, we're all excited about it, and then like with all great ideas that sort of are, are like require an audience, we thought, oh, nobody's going to want to come see this show. Really? And nobody's going to want to watch it. And, uh, and so we, did a, we just booked one show in San Francisco. Because mm-hmm. it was convenient for Adam. Yep. And, uh, and, and I think I was already going to be there for something. And uh, the show sold out almost immediately. Oh, consider that myth busted. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did another one. And then we you did... just glazed over that, didn't you? <laughs> it's part of it our friendship. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, yes, it was busted. That was hilarious. And they laughed. And what do you, I have to keep fucking score of Chris's jokes now? Please no, do. No. Will you? Please. Just see, it was adorable. Will was backstage when Chris was doing his, uh, his set up front. He was just like, this is my favorite line. Oh, like, oh that's, that's so adorable. sweet. That's it's true. I just, uh, someday I want to have a cape made of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my dream. Do you know what's going to happen? You're going to go to a con and some craft nerd is going to make you a, right. a cape of yarn dicks. And they are That's going good, to yarn because, bomb Will Wheaton. Yeah, because like actual dildos are heavy. They really are. And, and it would be really... I mean, I've seen guys in big, expensive, heavy costumes. Yes. But I think the guy in a cape full of dicks I probably think... spends more on chiropractic than he spends on the costume. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's like it's on no. the execution. They need to be felt. They need to be made out of felt or yarn. Really? Uh, you don't mean felt in the other way? That no, 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 okay. no, no. What That's if we the cured bonus. the elderly that have crooked backs with capes, capes of dicks? Yeah. And it would just pull them straight up. Yep. So there's uh, some Is there kind of... anything dicks can't do? <laughs> then I don't have to be uncomfortable looking at them. <laughs> uh, you brought your son. You brought your son Ryan to I the did. to the con this yeah. year. Has, you brought him before though, right? Uh, I did when he was when he was a wee lad. Don't say ah. He's sleeveless and has bigger arms than me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like he's he, cut though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Looks like he Nothing. surfs. Does he surf? No, he does all of the really um, incredible gymnastics tricking. So he does parkour and he oh. does all that stuff. Like he sends, you know, if you're a parent, my son sends me videos from college like, hey, look what I just did. And it's like I ran up a palm tree and backflipped and corkscrewed and landed it and somersaulted and ran up the wall on the other side of the quad. And then I backflipped over that and did a handspring off a guy. What a like, fucking showboat. Seriously, right? We show a lot of those videos on WebSoup, but they don't end up so good. Oh. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that I've seen those videos on WebSoup. And I'm yeah. like, Ryan, would you just watch this? When Ryan turned 18, his girlfriend took him skydiving. So I got this phone call from, from my son. Hey, guess what I'm doing? In three days, I'm going to go skydiving. And I said, let me tell you everything you just did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you need to call me three days from now and go, hey, Dad, guess what I didn't just die doing? Right. Yeah. Because for three days, his mom and I didn't sleep. We didn't eat. Oh, my God. Forget sexy time. We were... <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ryan. Thanks for cock-blocking your dad (laughs) With your bullshit parachute story (laughs) Why don't you go jump out of an airplane Hey, daddy's got needs, buddy What's wrong, Will? I just can't stop thinking about our son plummeting to his dad (laughs) Just can't get it up as he goes down What's that it's sound? Like you were, you're, oh, it's your ovaries drying up. I'm sorry. It's like you were all in my bedroom. It's really, it's, that's weird. 
But at least Ryan knows that as soon as he landed safely, it was sexy time. <laughs> That's why right when he landed on the earth, he just shuddered. He was like, oh, oh What was that? I almost oh, kind of wish I died. Hey, Dad, I didn't die. It's a horrible Hello? thing I can't unsee. You and I were never that adventurous when we were kids. We were no, still we like weren't. these paranoid little nerds yeah. who were afraid of the out-of-doors. Yeah. Should we go outside? No, let's no. watch Fred and Stimpy again. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We passed those Ren and Simpy tapes. I, I stumbled across Ren and Simpy just casually on a Sunday on Nickelodeon. It was right. on at 11 o'clock on a block with, like, Doug and Rugrats, I think. Yeah. And, Nicktoons. Um, Nicktoons. Nicktoons. And isn't that a weird matchup? It was a totally weird matchup, especially, I, you know, it, Ren and Simpy for me was one of those cartoons that totally changed my worldview. Like, right, you can too. make... It, that way yeah. mm-hmm. and Space Madness was the first episode that I saw uh, and I instantly hit record right uh, the show hadn't been on very long and I taped it and we like I tried to make it as viral as I passed those tapes around so we yeah. watched them over and over, over again over and over again we might have talked about this when we did the, the other podcast together but Will and I also discovered Mystery Science Theater together wow. um, yeah it was only back in the back in the 1900s the mystery science theater was only on once a week to only go forward when we were children and if you wanted to see something you had to wait till it came on or you never saw it again (laughs) (laughs) but we just you know when we we lived uh, we had this apartment in in westwood near ucla where i was going to school and um and and uh, rich people where you at (laughs) No, the rich people are all at USC. Yeah, they the rest were at USC. Yeah, yeah. They There's... were they were rich until the Ticketmaster fee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hey, let's make us all aware of that, Matt. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. Good That's idea. Awesome. Well, I guess no one's coming to the next show. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we basically we just used to like stay up and like have weird like weird beer like microbrew beers and watch right. Mystery Science Theater until like two or three in the morning. Yeah. Sounds awesome. I, I still do that. That's, that's, that's awesome. what me and my girlfriend do. Oh, yeah. you're young and adorable. We, we, ha- we frequently have Kevin Murphy and Bill Corbett and Mike Nelson and Trace yeah. Ballou. We have them in Wootstock. Yeah, uh, they're going to be on the next all, show. Those we've guys. had them in a lot of different Wootstocks. And um, the first time we had them in Wootstock, I did that thing where I, was, I just said, I just have to get, I, this has to happen now. You are such a huge influence on me. Mm-hmm. And, and like, there are things that I think are funny because of your show mm-hmm. and my sense of humor developed because of your show mm-hmm. and I could see them they were like thanks that's really nice and it's like they have heard that 11 million times and, and the, the, the amount of influence those guys have on guys like us and I imagine on a lot of the people in this theater and listening to the podcast is remarkable it really is yeah. it really is that, that, that's another one of those things that just kind of changes the way that you see comedy when you know, because back back in those days, there was no like everything was so polished and networky. Like that yeah. show never could have existed anywhere else if it hadn't started on public, you know, like public access yeah, right. or, or you know, like that local channel in Minneapolis first. But uh, but I don't think they mind that everyone. Fought. I mean, because it's better it's better than hearing. Hey Hardwick, fuck you for shipmates. Oh, I didn't. I didn't create that show. Sorry about. Sorry about I that. I said I was sorry too. Like that's. <laughs> this was so funny. That's what's weird about being on TV is that people get very familiar, so they'll just say stuff to you because they think people kiss your ass all the time, and they don't. No. So people go out of their way when you're out in public to let you know, like. Hey, I know you probably only hear people kissing your ass all the time, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real for you. Yeah. So a guy said to me uh, right after Shipmates came out, "Hey, Hardwick, just saw your latest show. Not your best work. Not yeah. your best work." 
Like he felt he felt compelled to repeat yeah. it. Like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say my best work? Not your, no, best, not your work. best work. His tone was almost like, "You're welcome." And he's comparing <laughs> it to the monolith of television that was singled out. So. That's right. Uh, fuck yourself in the face, Jonah. Uh, <laughs> fuck your scraggly mustache. And you guess what? You don't, you don't get to use my dick cape to fuck your face. <laughs> No nope, dick sorry. cape privileges have just been revoked, yep, Mr. Sorry. Pata. I'll go to the back of the con and find one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what have you seen? In it? What else have you seen at the con this year that you're excited about? Um, let's, so we did Woodstock, and then I did. Well, um, I did the. Uh, I moderated the Eureka panel mm-hmm. yesterday. Nice. And it was really cool. And I really wanted to come see you moderate the Big Bang panel. So much fun. But we kind of overlapped a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I missed it. That's and the worst problems anyone could ever have. <sighs> so um, I did that. And then I had to do I just did a bunch of press and stuff. And didn't get to do really anything except work yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then today, uh, my wife went home today. And Ryan and I All went. All right. Woo! Okay. Woo! Coincidentally, Karen Gillen comes into town and Anne leaves. <laughs> I wonder how in the world I arranged for that to happen. <laughs> um, and and uh, so Ryan and I went to the to the con today. And um, uh, honestly, it was really we were walking around, and and I went and like I got a T-shirt. I actually, <laughs> I bought this T-shirt. This is Miskatonic, a, you. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see this in the house, but it, it it's a, sort of a gray athletic T-shirt that says Miskatonic on it. Like yep. that's where I go to school, everybody. <laughs> Wink. Um, and, uh, I actually have a Miskatonic U shirt too. Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll see, you, about I'll, it. I'll see you in the quad. Don't be weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the drain in the yeah, center of the quad. Yeah. Don't go there. Don't. So so I, I bought the shirt today because every shirt I brought with me to Comic Con <laughs> somehow references Doctor Who. Oh, really? <laughs> and I didn't want to wear it tonight because I'm already gonna have a hard enough time. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't want to be like I didn't want them, want them want, want Matt and Karen to be like yeah thanks a lot you fucking dick you brought me onto your show with the Doctor Who fanboy number one no. and he's wearing the Doctor Who t-shirt <laughs> also he's attached to Karen like a cape made out of dicks <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, I actually made one of those rickshaw guys put a TARDIS on the back of his bike oh. so I could ride up in it. No, they're so nice. They're so nice. It's yeah, weird. So, so anyway, that that was the big thing that I saw was like we went and did this and then we walked around a little bit and, and uh, I went to Oni Press and I bought a couple of, of books that look really good. Yep. And, uh, and, and then we were just like, we're over this. It was so crowded today. Yeah. And, and you couldn't move. And we I mean, were just like, we're done. The con's like Vegas a little bit, where you go and you're like, oh my god, I can't wait. And then after a couple of days, you're like, I can't, it's a, yeah. I, I can't think. Yeah. Yeah. All you can really do is uh, walk slowly and smell horrible things. <laughs> well, it's a problem because, you know, it's like, especially the people that have the more complicated, uh, I'm looking at you, steampunkers, and um, <laughs> it's just like wool and hot San Diego yeah. sun yeah. and, you know, like stuff. Say, get some funk gets in there a little yeah. bit, as would have happened back in, in, in Jules Verne. In steampunk days. Yes, in steampunk yeah, days. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, don't, they don't bathe. They just shoot steam on themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Which doesn't yeah. really Like Every help. time I watch Deadwood, all I can think is, those people must smell great. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I think this all the time. I, I look back. I like, I like, like the historical dramas, and I think, that, that must have been the stinkiest time ever. Especially how, Calamity how Jane. Did people, honestly, I, honestly, how did people have sex in the Old West? Why do you think they called it Deadwood? What? Oh, shit. Oh... 
If I were you, I wouldn't I'd talk just... for the rest of the show. <laughs> done it, done. <laughs> it's uh, odd for me. I'm drinking a Guinness in a Coors Light cup. Oh my god! It really feels. I I don't know who's more offended. <laughs> <laughs> That's like putting a really hot girl in an Ed Hardy t-shirt. It's like, oh. It's so true. By the way, they're selling the Ed Hardy line at Target now. Are they? For the thrifty douchebag. <laughs> what happened to you, Target? You used to be cool. You used to be cool. Yeah, you know, it's like, I said, well, I want a t-shirt that lets a girl know I'm going to sexually assault her, but I don't want to pay an arm and a leg for it. <laughs> I want to wear something that shows that I feel the same way about gay marriage as the store I bought it in. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. There it is. Wow. Wow. Fucking ain't right. He shoots, he oh, scores. man. Yeah. Just a side note, me and Matt tried not to go to Target because of that but reason. But their prices are so damn, good. Their prices. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's there's a headline the, brought to you by Target. There's a headline in the Onion that's like, "Target shopper looks down on Walmart shopper." <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Onion headline? My favorite Onion headline of all time is in their news and brief section, and it just says, "Shit parking ticket fuck." Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, local resident James McIntyre want got a fucking bullshit parking ticket today when he left his car for like two fucking minutes <laughs> and went, went into the goddamn fucking grocery store, and and some asshole fucking cop left it on his windshield. McIntyre, twenty-one, wondered where those fucking cops were when his stereo was stolen two months. <laughs> <laughs> you memorized it because I read uh, it over and over and over. My again. favorite, my favorite onion headline is uh, "Holy shit, man lands on fucking moon." Yeah, yeah. holy living fuck says Neil Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, yours? Mine is mine. I don't think actually linked to a story. It was just one, of, like just like a, a smaller sub headline, and it just said, "Owls are assholes." Page eight. <laughs> And there was another one like it was like GM recalls neck belts like they, because of explosive decapitation. Oh. Again, you're like another entity that you know that really speaks to the to the nerds. How how was it, did, did the Onion have a presence at Comic Con this year? Do they have a presence at all? Well, we're here. Yeah, that's true. I guess we are all about. And, and by we, I mean nerds. Yeah. How have you seen you? How you've been? Come? How many cons have you been to now? I've, I've lost count. I've been, I've been coming since it was about comic books. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, first one, the first one that I, that I came to, the entire Comic-Con fit inside of half of what is now just vendor space. Wow. Yeah. What was your favorite thing to see uh, back in those days? Electricity? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a guy who sold plague blankets, and I got, I got, got a lot of those. Uh, I remember Nikola Tesla had a coil. <laughs> um, a hot air balloon. No, you know what was really... I love that they wooed Nikola Tesla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now listen to them boo Edison. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Team Tesla, what's up? Yeah. Um, you know, back, back in those days, I really, really loved that it was, uh, it was so much smaller. It was so much, like, it just wasn't as exhausting mm-hmm. as it is now. Um, and I, I loved being able to go through, uh, like, collections of comic books and find old books that, mm-hmm. that I wanted. And I, I really loved being able to meet sci-fi authors and fantasy authors. Yeah. 
And I know that it's kind of a, like it's annoying to me that like I don't know something that shouldn't that I just don't associate with nerd culture. Actually, no, that's not right. I totally associate Playboy with nerd culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Not, a, just not in an obvious way. Yes. In, 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 oh, in sort of a guess what I found in the woods, guys, kind of way. Boy, Why they're, were they're, they always in the woods? I don't know. I just imagine that there's some guy who's like paying it forward. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. One day you will be fined by a little boy that's discovering a whole lot about himself. <laughs> Unstick the pages, Jed. We're going to take it back into the forest. Boy, Go I, on, uh, get out of here, you. No one needs you anyway. I had, I had, a, I had an issue I had an issue from like 84 or 85 with Julie McCullough on the cover that I am sure that magazine is way pregnant by now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's my story about Julie McCullough. Yeah. Um, years and years and years ago, um, uh, when I was n- uh, I was on I was on bad times. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't working very much, and, and I was struggling really hard to like sort of figure out what I was going to do. Is this because you future. turned down that promotion on the Enterprise? Yeah, as a matter, <laughs> you can't fucking prove that that guy crashed that spaceship into us, jerk. Oh shit! Now you've done it. Now you've opened a can of space worms. <laughs> So I, I, went, I went to this show. I, I was like, I have to pay my bills. So I went to this like autograph show, and it, and, and it was uh, sort of like um, your favorite stars from the kinetoscopes. You know, it was just yeah. like it was really really old. And, and I, I sat next to Julie McCullough, and I, I knew of course who she was because she played an important part in my coming of age. Yeah. And things coming of okay, age. Okay, all right, we got it. Did really? you hear what he said, Matthew? <sighs> Sorry, Chris. Myra Bowie. Big C. Damn it. <laughs> Big C. Thanks for coming along, Captain Explains the Joke. <laughs> so, so. Oh, that's, is that a Russian name? It Wait, is, I yeah. already made Captain? Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not an honor. <laughs> Matt, you fucking nerd. Oh, my God. I love you to death. Actually, no. You've been demoted to sub-ensign. Oh. Yeah. What am I, like crewman, like O'Brien or something? Bullshit. No, you don't even have a name. What? No, the nope. sub-ensign is the one that has and to actually... put on the lipstick. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ever watch Oz? Kind of like that. No. They're, re- they're waiting for you in the transporter room. Put on a red shirt. Right. <laughs> so, so, I, um, so I know who she is, and, and, I'm, and I'm like having weird feelings, right? Yeah, even yeah. though I'm like in my 20s. And she's the nicest person in the world. Yeah. She's unbelievably sweet and unbelievably kind and sort of got that I felt like my life is over because I'm here. And, uh, and she was really nice to me. And at the same uh, comic signing thing, Burt Ward, uh, Adam West, wow. uh, uh, Frank Gorshin, and, and, uh, and uh, like two other Batman villains. And I don't remember who they were. They weren't like the, the big ones, but still like fucking Batman villains. Yeah. They were all there. And, she, and I was like, oh my God, Adam West is like on the other side of the room. And, and she said, he's really nice. Would you like to meet him? And I said, no, I really don't want to meet him because if he's not nice to me, it's going to ruin Batman for me. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I did a movie with Rucker Hauer and he is an asshole. Really? And it, he's, an, he's an awful human being. He's a horrible, gigantic The Hitcher asshole. is an asshole? He's, I know, hard to believe, right? Wait, yeah. didn't, and didn't it, and Batman it, and Robin ruin Batman for you? No, because as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I, um, I had, uh, so yeah, so he like, it ruined Blade Runner for me. It's hard for me to watch Blade Runner. Can you imagine having Blade Runner taken away from you? Yeah, that would I suck. know, right? Okay, so, so I So the lesson I'm, here is never meet Rutger Hauer. Yeah. So, so I, so I, so I, I said, I, I, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to meet him. 
And, and she said, no, he's really, really nice. And I think he, he, would, he would be really happy to meet you. And I said, no, I don't want to do it. Don't meet your heroes. A few hours later, Adam West comes walking over to the table that I'm at. And, and I'm like... <laughs> um... I love you. <laughs> and he says, Will Wheaton, I'm a huge fan of everything you've ever done. And I was, af- I- I've, been, I've been like, you're across the room from me all day. And I'm like, I'm afraid to come over and meet you because I love Stand By Me so much. And I was afraid that you were going to be a jerk and it was going to ruin Stand By Me for me. Oh, my and, God. And I thought that it was best. And he goes on to tell me everything I told Julie. Oh, and well, I then figured she put him up to it. She probably blew she, him, and then he was like, she okay. Went, Thanks for ruining oh, a I'm special sorry. I mean, moment. he loves you. He loves you. Go to the transporter room with Matt. <laughs> all right. My goal is to get rid of all of you guys, so it's just <laughs> me and Karen Gillan before the show is over. No, don't applaud. You have to leave, too. <laughs> so, so then... So then, um, so, the, so, so then, um, uh, 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 it was it was just such a kind thing. Like she went to him and was like, "Look, this this nerd loves you, and would you like be nice to him?" And and he was. And that's a big deal. I mean, like you know, part of part of what's cool about sort of working in the ner- the nerdosphere is you know, like we I feel like we're very fortunate that we get to meet people that we that we respect, and so the idea that someone knows who we are. It's still very hard for us to wrap our minds yeah, around because we're. I, I'm a huge fanboy about stuff, yeah, so me too. it f- fucking freaks me out. Walking through Comic Con today, and people are like, "Oh my God, there's Will Wheaton," and and I'm like, "Where?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I just hear like, "Oh my God, there's a person I'm excited about." Right. Oh, it's me. Hey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> What's that emotion? Are you like shitting your pants and then rubbing it on yourself? <laughs> Don't you do that when you get nervous? All the time. I just want to know we were just alike. Yeah, we totally are. Yeah. We're, to- we're nervous shit rubbers. <laughs> do you suffer from nervous shit rubbing? You're not alone. I know I do. Hi, I'm Will Wheaton, and I've been a nervous shit rubber since 1985. <laughs> that's why I'm promoting the towel shirt. <laughs> it's a shirt. That's a towel. It's incorporated microweave fibers that remove the smell of shit off your hands. A as soon space as you age polymer on. developed by NASA. <laughs> and if you order the next 55 minutes, you will receive this can of wax. <laughs> Carnuba wax. And a shame bucket. Because <laughs> who needs the bucket? <laughs> That's right. It's a bucket. NASA may not be sending people into space anymore, but you can rub all the shit you want on yourself. Yeah, that's right. NASA will just keep making upside down pens and yeah. things that write underwater. And what is going to be the future of the space program, Matthew? A sad, sad, depressing one. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the problem. It's it's going to be corporatized right now. You know, right. so uh, a private. That's working out great for America, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're going to just do things. And cut costs. Oh, my God. So, like, Justin Timberlake could go to the moon? No, it better be Richard The moon Br- needs that- to have sexy brought back. Ever since yeah. Buzz Aldrin got back on the spaceship, the moon's right. been like, come on, come on, Earth, why you no bring me sexy? <laughs> <laughs> who else have you... Who, who are some people that, that, that you've met that it really, like, blew your minds that they... Uh, that, they knew who you were. And then who, do you have a fail story where you're like, oh, this will probably be okay, and then you said something and the person just did not respond? 
Besides I, Rutger Hauer. <laughs> um, at Comic-Con, like, three years, three or four years ago, um, I met Randall Monroe, who does XKCD. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a great, it's, it's one of my favorite web comics. And he was with my friend Jeff, who draws questionable content. <clears throat> another, another really, really great uh, web comic. And uh, I walked up to... to Randall, and um, so you be Randall, and, okay. I'll, and I'll be me. Okay. Hi, I'm I'm Will Wheaton, Hi, I'm and I love everything you do. And oh my God, you're incredible. And I remember that one comic that you did that one time where the guy was like, "Hey, look, it's a Unix joke, and I'm making a nerd thing." And because I was like, "Cause me and my friends think about that too. Why am I still shaking your hand?" And then that one time, and you did that other comic where the guy was like, and he's like, "I'm Cory Doctorow, whoa, because I because I know Cory Doctorow." And I was like, "I can relate to your comic even more." And I think. You're amazing, and I can't believe I'm still shaking your hand. And then, and then I went, and I ran away. You ran away. I dropped his hand and ran away. I was so mortified. I just, I couldn't help it. I was so excited, and I was so exhausted. I'd been like doing stuff all. I was like doing autographs and like meeting people all day, and I was just like at that perfect peak of like adrenaline plus exhaustion equals I'm an even more hyper nerd than I already am. Yeah. And. Uh, and I've been in that, that position before, and like I've been the guy who's like I've been Randall Monroe in that situation before, and I, I work really hard to sort of like put people at ease and, 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 and help them like not feel the way that they're I felt there. when I left. They're there. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like fans are not crazy about being pet. No, they don't. They don't no, like being it's petted. Odd. It's odd. It, like I think that they would like it. But you know what's amazing though is that uh, I feel like oh someone what was that? Just a woot. I don't know. I, I, I'm, let, allow me to translate. I'd like you to come down here and pet me. Hey. No, sir, that's not going to happen. Nerds. I've been super lucky, though. You know, like the, all the people that I've worked with, all the people I worked with on Leverage, all the people I worked with on Eureka, everyone I've worked with on Big Bang Theory, everybody I worked with on the Guild, they're awesome. Yeah. There is not a not awesome person in there. And you know who's incredible is Stan Lee. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We had him on, I had him on the podcast once. I have met people who are not a fifth the legend that Stan Lee is, yeah. who are not as kind and generous and, and entertaining and, and friendly. Jonah, and for example. Yeah. As, Jonah, as, for example. As, 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 uh, as Stan Lee is. I love Stan because Stan's totally the guy that uh, he'll say something that's way over the top and then be self-effacing. Or whatever. Yeah. Like he'll go... I just would love to be in your position meeting me for the first time. (laughs) Oh, no one cares that I'm going to be on your podcast. I'm only the most important person in the world. You're like, oh, I love you so much. When he came, so, so, um, on, uh, I'm sure, I don't know when this podcast will go up, but for you in the audience, on Monday, which I guess is two days from now, I'm on that weird Comic Con time where days last 65 hours. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, just wait, just wait for the kick so we can get out into the, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're actually in a van right now. I, know, I, over a... feel it. I thought that that explained so much <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Adam Savage's party last night. <laughs> so, so, so we're um, uh, Stan was working on Eureka. Stan has a cameo in, in the episode of Eureka that airs on Monday, and he's really funny. The thing about Eureka is that it is probably the most professional cast and crew 
like ever. I mean, it's just, it is a well-oiled machine. And these guys, the crew that works on Eureka, they've worked on X-Files and Fringe and, 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 and Twin Peaks. And I mean, they've worked on everything with the, the, like, the hugest stars in the world, right? The day Stan Lee came to the set, we were all 12 years old. All of us. And Stan Lee was like, of course, I would be happy to sign your picture. Come over, true believers. You know? <laughs> Every time I see him tweet out, General, your generalissimo is going yeah. to bed, I'm like, oh, yeah. will you be my grandfather? I want you to be my grandfather. <laughs> Sleep well, Stan Lee. Oh, I love you, Stan Lee. I saw Enough it. said. How was Adam Savage's party last night? It was really fun. For the last few years, I totally Adam- got invited, but I, just, I, was, I, I, didn't, I couldn't find it. I did get invited. So. I fucking did. I'll totally pull it up on my phone. Really? Yeah, let's, let's see that. That's not an email invite. That's Spotify. Well, I, uh, well, you can select your own tracks. Yeah. Wow, that's revolutionary. So, you know what I could do that with? Records in 1979. I don't understand. So, um... It, uh, but uh, could your... Oh, yeah, and like your record player, your record player couldn't make calls either. Damn, fuck no. you, AT&T. <laughs> Oh my god, 130,000 nerds choking out the network. If AT&T were smart, what they would do is add just mobile towers, beef up the network, and then say, your beefed up network, courtesy of AT&T. The early adopters are here. Like, you need to make the nerds happy. Yeah, send people out cosplaying as functional cell phone transmitters. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like, why hasn't anybody thought of this? So, um, uh, Adam's party... Co- cosplay, that's when uh, hot Asian chicks dress up like Bill Cosby, right? Yep. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and they do... Fiorudi! Season four. I came here in my costume for you to take a picture of me, creepy old man, you see. Yellow pudding pie! Please enjoy your improved cell phone signal. I'm actually a schoolgirl from Kyoto. So, so Adam does this party um, in the same hotel in the same suite, and it's really fun. He brings all the MythBusters come up, and lots of interesting people come to this party. And it started out really small, and it's just grown larger every year. It's like you know, two interesting people invite two other interesting people, and it's sort of like the Adam Savage party pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. And they and, invite two people, right? And those people yeah. invite two people. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. And, uh, and, and the sales presentation is terrific. Oh, great. Yeah, and it's, and it's, only, a f- it's only a few minutes. So, so, um, uh, so last night, the party that's been in the same room years in a row, some genius at the hotel put a civilian who has nothing to do with Comic-Con in the room next door. How does a fucking civilian even get into a room at Comic-Con? <laughs> when we, we came down on the train, and on the train there was a couple in front of us, and, and the, one, the guy across the aisle says, so um, are you going, what are you going to San Diego for? And it's an older couple, and the lady's like, oh, we just thought we'd go down for a quiet weekend by the sea. <laughs> And I was like, you're, you are as fucked as a person can be. Yeah. You, you, you're as fucked as a person who's attached to Peter North. That's how <laughs> fucked you are. Oh, my God. So, I, saw, I saw Peter North in, in person. Yeah. Peter North was a porn star in the 80s. And, of course... The Don't in- explain it. Make him look it up. All right. Uh-huh. You can find out everything you need to know about Peter North at LemonParty.com. <laughs> <laughs> No, dot .org, dot .org. Sorry, dot .org. Yeah, that guy got really angry. Yes. Dot .org! Say it right! Oh, Sorry. God, don't go to .com! Rand- Randy West is a, just a super tanned fuck mullet. Like, that guy is crazy. And I, and, but the, the only... <laughs> Randy West is going to play John Boehner yeah. in, the, in the debt crisis porn parody. Yeah. He just, he just fucks a porn star who's dressed to look like the United oh States. Oh, my God. Wait, I have to t- <laughs> 
<laughs> Here comes Florida. Um, <laughs> I uh, I actually wa- I watched the Simpsons porn parody. I did. Wait, this I exists. Would, it exists, and it's they're 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 they're, they're human and they're colorized. So everyone looks like they have jaundice. Uh, Keep talking. And you think it's <laughs> you think it's going to be hilarious until the guy who does Homer's voice. The idea is that that, that Homer has traded his home video camera for a bag of donuts. Um, and uh, like you do. Yeah. So they, they he has a bag of donuts. And so it's just around the town you see all of the, all the places the camera's been. Whoever wrote it has seen a lot of The Simpsons. There's a McBain parody. There's a they, there, there's a Cookie Kwan number one on the West Side who gets <laughs> fucked by a Mo Sislak. And uh, and but what's so creepy about it is that when the guy starts doing the voice, like oh merge, it's like it's so close. You're like this is like watching relatives fuck. It's so awkward. Uh, my, Not my, like I bought it going, like, here we go. Woo, this is going to be so hot. Woo-hoo, <laughs> two Liberty Bells. I better put on my towel shirt. Yeah, towel shirt. <laughs> um, my friend April is in the Star Trek porn parody. And yes, she, she plays April O'Neil. Yeah, she plays Counselor Troy. Yeah, and, that must be um, very uh, fulfilling for you. <laughs> I kind of wish that it wasn't my friend who plays Counselor Troy because it makes it hard to watch. Yep. And, um, and I, saw the, I saw the outtakes of the thing. And there's outtakes that apparently... Bloopers? Yeah. Whoops, cut. Yeah. <laughs> Worf, put that All away. right, everybody take, no. tw- every, everybody no, no, take no, 20 minutes. No, 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 it doesn't minutes. go in there. I'm sorry. So there's this, there's this scene where, where the guy that plays Data is, is like, having sex... Who also sex. looks like he has jaundice. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is, is uh, he, like, he's doing his Data lines, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Wait, that's not how Data talks. And then he st- resets, and then he does it again. And it's like, no, that's not how Data talks. Fuck, why can't I do Data? I'm like, because you weren't cast for your ability to play Data. <laughs> but it's very funny. In one of the, in one of the outtakes, um, and I apologize to everyone. Now I apologize to people who brought children to the show. Um, no, it's and, 21 and over. And they, oh, good. So yeah. fucking cockballs, dick. Whoa, hey. So, so the... Um, uh, uh, in this, in this in this one scene, um, it's in the outtakes. Um, he just unloads this like Peter North esque geyser like explosion, a money shot on this on this girl. Shoot, I don't, uh, shoot I don't space know. ropes. Uh, um, space ropes. Space yeah. ropes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and uh, and 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 the camera pans up to his face, and as Data, he goes, "Ejaculation complete." <laughs> <laughs> That's what Data would say. That's awesome. And I'm like, nailed it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I, I, I just received a text. Um, we had been, uh, we'd been waiting. Our, our, our next guest had been doing a line of press literally all day. Um, but I am very... Uh, and this is their reward? This is their reward. <laughs> so, I, I hope they're ready because I am uh, very pleased to announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Matt Smith and Karen Gillen! <laughs> Dude, I love you. Great to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Hi, everyone. Hello. It's Karen. Yes. Karen is coming. Uh, uh. Awesome. Yeah. Oh well, that's. Uh, um, how's your comic con? Are you having fun? Yeah. And oh I know uh, it's so charming when you say it. <laughs> it's so charming when you say you it. You make it sound so classy. Well, yes. I love it though. I'm 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 having the best time. But it's great to see you, man. It's as nice always. to see you too. I, you know, I feel I kind of feel truthfully I feel guilty because 
I, I, you keep doing the podcast for me, and I love that you keep doing it. I just feel bad. I hope you don't feel imposed no, upon. No, okay. hey, listen, you're a cool cat. Hey, I mean, all right. I'm... Validation yeah. complete. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's our pleasure to be here. I think Karen's been kidnapped. Seriously. Oh. She, came, she came in with Bye! you. Bye! Right? Oh, shit. Well... Will will save her, and then he'll save her, and then she'll totally be my girlfriend, because um, I saved her. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. But um, how, how have you been? I've been good. How have you been? I've been all right, mate. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh... What? Oh, okay. Oh, Ladies and I... gentlemen, Karen, Karen Gillen! Yeah, wow. yeah, it was like, because we were just there sort of talking, and then it was yeah. like, Master Method yeah. Gary, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't have any way. I told them, because I know you guys were doing press stuff all the way up to essentially this moment. Yeah. And so I said, well, text me when they get here, and, and we'll just, we'll bring them right out. So there was no way to, yeah. there was no way to let them I know. I thought you were just know. sort of bored, so you had your phone on the uh, table. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Look at the amount of fucking cameras on you guys right now. I know. That's insane. Is this is this your first Comic Cons? Yeah, it is indeed. That's aw- how has it been so far? Crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. That was so much fun. I heard you. They actually walked you out to the floor. Yeah, that must have been madness. Yeah, yeah. But, um, like, can you hear me when I'm here? Just because it feels a bit weird if I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Get on, uh, just grab it. Take the mic. Just like, take it. Walking. Oh, what? I, I can just take oh, yeah, it off. Can, can. There you go. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, they um they walked us out to the floor, uh, uh, and we went to the sort of the Doctor Who BBC America shop, which was wonderful. And um tomorrow we've got a panel, and we're going to show some teasers and stuff, which is going to be good. Yeah, squee. My friend Adam Rogers is moderating your panel. Oh, cool. He's my editor at Wired, and he's awesome. So you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so he'll be in. You'll be in good hands uh, oh, with good Adam own. Rogers. Yeah. Brilliant. I feel like it's not, as a fan of your show, it's almost not fair that I get to hang out with you guys on a semi-regular basis. And I was doing a show with Will the other night, and I went to the CVS, the drugstore, to just get some throat lozenges. Because here you have to shout everywhere to talk to people, so my throat's been a little... And, uh, and I run into you at the CVS, and I'm like, it's not fair that I get to keep running into you. This should have been another Doctor Who fan, because you're going to be on my show. I know. And I you in the drugstore. In the drugstore. <laughs> and I, I sort of, I kind of was like, hey, Karen, you're going to be in my podcast. And then I saw one of the BBC people just kind of braced, like, what's about to happen? And she was like, ah, oh, it's just Chris. He's harmless. My, uh, my wife doesn't understand my Doctor Who, like, crazy obsession. Really? Uh, yeah, well, because I've been watching it my entire life. Oh, cool. And, and who was your sort of doctor? My first doctor was, was Tom Baker. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I always really felt like, like you know, they say like, you know, who's your doctor? And Tennant was my doctor. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think is for a lot of people. And I, I, I have to tell you um, that you, you, um, I'm so I'm going to be such an jackass. Um, I, I was completely on board with you as a doctor inside of about five minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks very much. Yeah. There was, there was a, obviously. Quite, there was huge kind of skepticism, wasn't there? Saying, who the hell is this young? 
prude. It did God, not hurt just that a... your hair is so awesome. Oh. Yes. And that's just a thing we nerds do. Like, it's just, that's our, our thing. We have to hate the things we love. Well, I don't know it, why. But what I don't happens get is it. we get attached to patterns first. So we get yeah. it like, oh, here's a yeah, pattern. Like, I... every week. Oh, I'm going to save the Enterprise. I'm Wesley Crusher. Great. All right, Matt, come on. Take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be on that away team by now? Why are you still here? You so, should be so, down on a planet getting attacked right now. You should be down on a planet getting killed so I survive. Yes. So my, uh, my wife is not, just doesn't get it and, and sort of tolerates how much I love Doctor Who. So a couple of days ago, um, I, was, I was doing press for this show that I do. And uh, my wife ran into you in the lobby of a hotel. Oh. And, and she sends me a picture of the two of you together, and she knows, listen, everybody else knows, so you may as well know, I love you. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Thank you. I know, it's weird and it's creepy, and it's good that Matt's between us, and it, I promise that... Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, don't, whoa, don't, 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 don't bring me into this, man. <laughs> Did you guys ever no, see that the movie really Stand By Me? me? <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Stand By Me? Yeah. Yeah. No, what? what? Will, Will's the, He's Will the one. plays Gordy in Stand By He's Me. He's the one no with way. the, uh, the leeches. Boom. Boom. Bum, bum, bum. Really? Bum, 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 He's the one that had leeches on his balls. Has come. I love that film with the leeches. Leeches. No, leeches. That's the first place you went. You couldn't have gone to like, and you had the gun or your brother was killed. No, and then when they see the right to the leeches. I mean, literally that. Oh man. See, now I'm really starstruck. Oh my god. I don't know what to say now. God. And you so like, my wife, you knew River wait. Phoenix. I did, yeah. We were very good friends. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if... if you God. guys know he was Wesley Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation, <laughs> right? They may not have. <laughs> I don't think that aired anywhere except in California. It's on BBC America <laughs> so, for I mean, some reason. What, what, what happened, man? I mean... <laughs> With what? I'm only joking. <laughs> I mean, these well, guys me, are cool me, and stuff, no, but no. you're in Stand By Me. Like, like. I grew up and got awesome, Matt. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt, you should have seen... <laughs> you should have seen what happened to the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the end of my story is that my wife just sent me this picture of her posing with you, and she's yeah. like... <laughs> With oh, no, yeah, with no message at all because she knows and, uh, and, and held it over. It really, it was just like, ha ha, guess what I did? So you, I got oh, to meet Karen Gillan. You guys, um, you, you were pretty quickly like super famous. Like it happened like that. As soon as the episode started airing, the, I feel like people just knew who you were. So what's that experience been like the last you know, year and some change? It's a, quite a drastic change quite quickly, especially yeah. over in the UK. It's yeah. kind of like quite instant. But here now as well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's really growing out here, yeah. Doctor Who, you know, it's really... Oh, yeah. Thanks to you guys, thanks to you guys, you know, and, 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 uh, and you know, I, I, I have to say thanks to people like Devon and Joe and yeah. everyone at BBC America who, yeah. are, who are really investing in it and pushing it and stuff, so they're supporting us, but it's, um, uh, yeah, it, it's bizarre. It's a weird thing to comprehend, mm. but we're kind of, we're shut away from it all because we film for nine months of the year, so you don't actually see any of that, and then you'll go out in somewhere, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd done the show before. I had, yeah, with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. 
Yeah. You were one of the you were one of the soothsayers, right? Yeah, one of the yeah. things with the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so they knew that. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, we talk about this? Did they know that when you were auditioning for the companion role? Apparently they knew, but I didn't tell them about it either. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would complicate things. You think they were like, oh, she's already been on the show. Yeah, we can't put her on. She's in yeah. continuity. That can't happen. <laughs> but it was, it was, you know, because we did sort of two days of meetings for the companion role. And, and uh, we'd met a load of people the day before. And we'd kind of, well, I, I say we, Piers and Beth and Stephen, mm-hmm. who produced it, had said, okay, so that's the girl that's the top of our list. And then we did a whole day. And then Karen walked in in a red coat. And she did the meeting. And she walked out. And Stephen Moffat put his arms up and went, that's our girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. What did, you have, to do, what did you have to do for the audition? What was, what was the audition? Uh, first audition I just read with the casting director. And then I got a recall. And then I met Matt here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we read together. And I, I just thought remember she was thinking, mental. I, was I thought you were mental. Oh, really? Genuinely. Yeah, because really? you were going so mad with it that you, you were spitting at points, you know? <laughs> Have you seen the episode of Friends where, like, Gary Oldman tells him to spit? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good actor spit, man. Yeah. Um. But no, I thought he was very, very eccentric. And it was quite exciting. I thought this is going to be good. Yeah. Are you going? Yeah, and then we got it, and and um and we're great chums, aren't we? So it's 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 good because if you didn't get on with the companion, it would be a real pain in the oh, yeah, ass. Yeah, you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys are trapped in Cardiff, basically. Yeah. And yeah. so you do you have anyone to hang out with her, or you guys are just like we have no friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to Cardiff and hang out with you. Yeah, do it. Uh, I, you know, Matt keeps saying, come to Cardiff, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking do it. Like, I'm going to, sh- you don't even understand how much I'm going to show up. It would be You're good. just going to show yeah. up with a little suitcase with a bunch of stickers on it. What are like, we going to do now, like guys? a little Paddington Bear hat. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm here. And with we could do a podcast fed. in the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be good. I know a guy yeah. in L.A. who does a Doctor Who party, and he actually built a TARDIS, and he does his party like every year. So he built a TARDIS. Jonathan Riley. And he puts, yeah, and yeah. he puts the TARDIS outside the front of his house. So you open so the you door of the TARDIS oh, nice. to go into his house. Yeah, bigger on the inside. And it looks like you've gone into the TARDIS. <laughs> What were, you, uh, what, what were you guys doing before, before Doctor Who? I know you, Wait, you know. is that like someone telling me I know a guy who made the Enterprise Bridge in his living room, and then you're like, okay, that's yep. weird. No, actually, like, there's a bar in Cardiff that we yeah, go to. Yeah, we always go to. And the if entrance. ever in Cardiff, you should go to Bar yeah. Kutch. And um, the door of it, weirdly is enough, TARDIS. is the TARDIS. Wow. And so you walk in, and, and then... Um, we're all, we always go there. Yeah, we all, we're losers. But it, but, but, um, I know. It's like any other bar. Yeah. It kind of feels like home. Though, I quite like it? it. Yeah. What were, what, were you, what were you doing before, the, before Doctor Who? Well, uh, um, I did a lot of theatre and plays and, uh, you know, bits and bops of, of, of kind of TV and stuff. But, and I did a film with Eva Green called Womb. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, but, you know, kind of nothing like Doctor Who that, that, mm. that has... The notoriety and it just also is as inventive and brilliant and, and um, yeah, it's a kind of standalone job and I don't think I'll ever have one like it. You know, it's a pretty unique, it's a pretty yeah. unique job. What, what about you? What were you doing for me? Um, I did kind of loads of one episodes of things, dramas, and I also did a sketch show, which was quite fun. Really? Yeah, a bit of comedy. It's Wait, on YouTube. It's accent. hilarious. Have you seen it? Of course, I've seen okay, it. Okay, don't get mad. Have you seen it? You don't want to know how much he's seen it. <laughs> oh, thanks, though. Karen's very funny. I, 
You know, I totally when we when we hung out I, when we we hung out in New York in New York in New York a little bit. I didn't want to be like because I do love the show, but I, I don't want you guys to think that I'm super creepy fan. So I didn't. I kind of wanted to give you a little space, but but I saw you and and uh, and Arthur Darvill, who is also yeah, just he's hilarious, equally charming. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. He he um he texts us both today actually saying stop having so much fun. I hate you both because he's yeah. he, he can't be here. Yes. Um, so it's a shame. Sorry, Arthur. No, but watching the three of you guys hang out, I mean, it was just, it was so like, yes, this is this is exactly as a fan of the show. This is what I want to see. You guys are screwing around and making jokes and, and yeah. having fun. And... Yeah. But you know, uh, kind of that's it's it's so strange, isn't it? How yeah. how art informs the way we are. Yeah. It, it, it really in really this does. show, and it's yeah. it's um we're so ridiculous on set because a you, you you know you just need something to pass the time, but also the characters are quite They're bizarre, and ridiculous. Into I mean, normal life. If you could see the things we do, you'd think that we need to be <laughs> institutionalized. It's, it's, it's really... Honestly, we often go... Oh, God, we need to... Whoa, yeah. we need to chill out, yeah. don't we? You know? An example of that would be... Oh, no, we can't. Oh, just, we can't like, even weird. do it because no, we yeah, defend No, it has to happen everyone, in the moment. Like, right yeah. now, we're being quite civilized, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah you, you judge us, so, I mean... I know, big time. Oh, well... You could never do anything wrong in front of these, but you guys could step, honestly. Because I've been trying since I sat down. It's really hard. <laughs> you guys could punch a puppy in the face and people are like, I love them. I don't know what to say. They're the best people in the world. That puppy they had really, a company. Really probably sold drugs. Puppy Fuck them. Fuck that yeah. puppy. Somebody uh, said to me today that you punch kittens. Oh, oh. I, I mean, that, that's a euphemism. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Oh. It was the chap. The who chap, was it? It was the chap who we went on the G4 thing today. Uh, oh, that's really it, nice yeah. Oh, you did G4 today. You guys yeah. were the tag of the show. And we were like, oh, yeah, Chris, we dig him. He's really cool. And he was like, yeah, he, you know, he punches kittens for kindness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love and honestly the, the the one of my favorite things of all time was uh, right before we did the New York show uh, the the night before the show I get a I get a an email from Devin Johnson from the BBC and he was like uh, Matt Karen and Arthur want to say hello and it's that video of you yeah. guys oh, yeah. singing at me and I uh, uh, my buddy Mike Furman was with me and he was like why are you what's going on I'm like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the nicest but I also just think. That encapsulates like who you guys are. That you know, like every charming thing about your characters, from my experience with you, is you guys. And I oh. think that that's really amazing that you can bring that to the roles. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I, we're we're kind of lucky to play people that are cooler than us, because <laughs> Amy Pond's yeah. way cooler than Karen. Oh yeah, no, I'll take that. And the Doctor, I mean, it goes without saying, you know. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's um, it's 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 cool when. Uh, what am I trying to say? That that that. <laughs> They're basically cooler than us. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with us, really. I, you're, it's, it's, um, yeah. yeah. Am I making sense? Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> did you say, like, you where say, are you going with this? Did you, did, you, did you say that sometimes before you go takes, that, is it you that says, let's give it the old Smith and Gillen? Yeah. Oh, no, the Smigill. <laughs> the old Smigill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Yeah. We're even less cool now. It's perfect. I, I, and I love, I love uh, and Stephen Moffat is uh, a, a mad genius. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. As well. Yeah. Round of applause for the moth. I mean, he's he's just incredible. Yeah, he, he, his he really brain. Is. Hey, how does he feel about American actors who used to be on Star Trek being on Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh I'm, my listen, God. I'm asking for a friend. Guess who Karen? It's Michael Dorn, isn't it? 
How awesome would it be if they if someone could uh, comp in a TARDIS to stand by me and like place the body where it has to be? Like, yeah, so, someone would have to have not already done that. Oh, jeez. Oh, awkward. Oh, awkward pants. Um, guess who I met the other day? Who? Data from Star Trek. Whoa! Brent Spiner! Oh my gosh, she's all into Brent Spiner. I'm so sorry. Oh. Not Wesley Crusher. Um, he's totally my friend. I could, like, you know... Really? Yeah. When was he the last time be... you guys talked, honestly? When, the la- when was the last time you and Brent Spiner honestly talked? A week ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really? Oh, wow. Seriously? Cool. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I worked with him for five and a half years yeah. on Star Trek. <laughs> Did you like the movie? I loved the movie. I loved the movie. I we, loved we, the movie. We, I, I, we, we, we had issues over this too, didn't we? Like, I, I thought the movie was great. I, I thought say. that the movie was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Mm. And I thought that it did for Star Trek what, what Doctor Who has done for the last several years for Doctor Who. Made it cool and relevant for uh, the, like today's generation. Kind of With lens flares. <laughs> All right, shut up. So mad about the lens flares. Lens flares. You're mad about the lens flares? Really? It was distracting. If you were distracted by the lens flares, yes. you were doing it wrong. Was I? Can I Can I Can I also say that it is unbelievable that you don't have an insane nerd boner right now that the guy from Star Trek is talking about Star Trek with the guys from Doctor Who? <laughs> I assault you. I fought in your genital direction. <laughs> uh, were you guys Python fans growing up? What kind yeah, of comedy did you like growing up? Yeah, massive Python fans, yeah. It's merely a flesh wound. Oh, yeah, you really are. <laughs> yeah, I love Python, man. Have you, met, have you met John Cleese? No, I'd love to. I'd love John Cleese being a doctor. He'd make a great doctor. I always thought, yeah, I mean, so many of those guys would. Uh, but but um, apparently, Eric Idle's a big fan. Really? Of who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I met his, uh, his daughter... At a thing, or, or his granddaughter, or someone, and um, she was saying what a what a huge fan he was. So yeah, it's, yeah, exciting. I, but my favorite movie is The Life of Brian. I think that's that's absolutely. It's the one for me, man. They showed There's, us. They what sh- about the roads? <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from the roads, <laughs> this is so so funny. My, I, I took Latin in, in high school, and oh, our, wow, my really? Latin teacher showed us that whole scene where the centurion corrects. Yeah. All of his Latin on the when he's trying to do the graffiti on the side of the building. Yeah, uh, that was about the coolest thing that came out of Catholic school. Uh, was that <laughs> you were doing it wrong? <laughs> Good callback. What else are you guys gonna do? Have you have your big panel tomorrow? Are you gonna get to do anything else while you're here? Or is it all work? So we have the panel. Yeah, we do the panel. We got some press in the morning. Uh, we're gonna hand out some burritos to you guys afterwards. I think. I think. Is that a secret? That a secret. We're not gonna hand out any burritos to anyone <laughs> uh, afterwards. That like it's not gonna still be awesome if it happens. Yeah. At some point yeah. in your schedule, could you work into the BBC America guys? Just ask them to bring back Bargain Hunt. I'm tired of downloading it illegally off the internet. <laughs> okay, what, what if you can have Bargain Hunt with lens flares? <laughs> here's, here's how big of a nerd I am. I got super excited in Amy's Choice when you're watching Bargain Hunt in the kitchen when you're making things. Did you really? I noticed that. Wow, that's, I didn't that's even re- notice that. I didn't even know that you were watching Bargain Hunt in Amy's Choice. Neither did I. <laughs> if I see Tim Wanacott somewhere, I'm going wow. to notice. <laughs> What's the, what, is the, what, is the, what are the fan reactions like uh, uh, over there versus over here? Do you see different types of fans? or What's, yeah. what, 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 what's the difference? Um, you're really expressive over here. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's really nice. 
nice. It's lovely. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I mean, the kind of enthusiasm here is, is um, yeah. palpably different in, in all the right ways, I, I, I have to say. But it's great the way that... You know, and I mean, also, there's a huge culture for science fiction in the US, I think, mm-hmm. as well, which is, I don't know, it's sort of part of you. Well, anyway. because in England, you guys have a huge culture for culture. <laughs> Agreed. It's very cultural. It's Agreed. very cultural. Um, I, I actually uh, I tweeted out today and asked people if they had questions to ask you guys. So yeah. um, these are these are a couple of the questions. At uh, uh, one with the force says, "Who are your favorite villains in life?" Oh well, okay. Oh. <laughs> Let's start on the show and then in li- and then in life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, on the show. On the show. The angels, angels, I think, are my favorite. Yeah. And then the totally. silence. Then the silence. I got to say, I think Toby Jones is remarkable as the dream. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are your guys' favorite villains? Um, I really like the silence too. I really, I love the silence because I love the way it sort of tied back uh, from before. Yeah. Uh, silence will fall, and 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 I just, I love, I love the whole concept of them as a as a villain that you forget them the second you're not yeah. looking at them. He's, you know, I mean, kind of what's so great about Stephen is so many of his villains are psychological. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting with, with who, you know? I mean, when you, when you think about... Also, when you, I, think, I think the... Who do you think the most popular villains are? I, I think the maybe Daleks. Louis, probably the Daleks. The Daleks. Oh, the Daleks. The Daleks over history, but I, I think modern villain, people tend to go with the angels. The angels, oh, I, think yeah. so the I think so, too. I think so, too. All right, so that was for that guy. Uh, so this is for Matt at Jer Feinstone says what outside influences uh, did you use when you developed your personality for the doctor Einstein Albert Einstein and uh, I would urge you if you're ever on the toilet and you've got nothing to read buy his book of quotes (laughs) and you have just given us a little window into your life yeah Honestly, it's bloody brilliant. You feel like you come out feeling like you were more intelligent than whence you went in. <laughs> out with um, the bad, in with the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. And well, he was, you, can you remember any of the quotes? Of the quotes? Uh, well, um... <laughs> One Sorry, of Einstein's most notable oh. quotes was, Way to shit there, <laughs> Um, it, well, he, uh, it's, what's great is just his perspective on the world, because like, he's, he's so clever. And he doesn't really believe in religion and all that sort of stuff. He sort of believes in a cosmic religion and a cosmic force. And he, he, he just takes the piss out of himself brilliantly in the way he looks. And, mm-hmm. That's uh, a perfect description for where you've read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes the piss uh, out right. of that and takes the piss out of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who did you look at for Amy Pond? Oh, you're trying to get me back now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I, you know, I was just looking at girls of my generation and what I, I know about that and cool. stuff, yeah. I love, I, I will say that I love, I love, and I know this is, this is a, I, it's been really fun to watch your arc with Rory, because he was such a, that poor guy was such a lovable doormat oh, in the first no. couple episodes, where it's like, oh, Rory. Yeah. And then, I think it's a real testament to the relationship of you guys, because we all want the tension to be between the Doctor and the Companion, I think, as an audience. So then, when they introduce another, like a Companion's Companion, yeah. they're like, what's this guy all about? And then all yeah. of a sudden, you love him as much as the rest of, the, as everyone else on the show. Yeah. That's so great, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so funny and so good. And also, I like the fact that their relationship started off like that because it had a, a long way to go. There was a big journey for them to become sort of equals. And yeah. what's really interesting now is it kind of inverts itself because now it's Rory telling the doctor off a lot. Yeah, and, it's you know, all messed up now. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I have a child. It's, it's got crazy. He, and then there's River, and then you throw River into yeah. the mix. Yeah. 
And guys, listen, I mean, it, like, in the next episode... Oh, episode um, eight. Oh, my God. Let's Kill Hitler. She is on fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's like there's, there's just so many great sci-fi moments in it, you know, and, and, and um, I think Stephen's yeah. done just great stuff, and then Alex just comes and delivers. Can we, can we talk about what happened at the, at the end, at the cliffhanger? Okay, oh, yeah. if you haven't seen the cliffhanger... Uh, leave. Pl- leave, leave. If you haven't seen the cliffhanger, why are you here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been real busy. I haven't caught up yet. I'm sorry. It's, hey. it's great so far. Yeah, I'll close yeah. my ears. I'll close my ears. Okay. No, no, no. You're going to concerts and stuff. Things that hipsters do. You don't have time to sit and watch a Doctor Who Me show. and my friends going to all the jazz parties. All of us hipsters <laughs> with our bongo drums. <laughs> Taken down the system, man. Um, but uh, let me just say, uh, uh, River Song, Melody Pond. What the fuck? I know. I know, so great. And also, kind of Stephen just doing a great homage to kind of Star Wars at the end. I am Melody Pond. I am your daughter. Yes. <laughs> Do we see what happens? I mean, because I'm, I'm assuming, you know... The little girl who breaks out of the astronaut suit, and then we see her, we see her regenerate at the end of, uh, is it Day, Day of the Moon? Or, uh, Day of the Moon. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, it is. We see, we see her regenerate. Do, is, that, is that River, or is that, do we not know yet? That's a secret. Oh, a secret. damn it. No spoilers. That's a secret, but that's an interesting secret. And also, yeah. you know, the silence have a really interesting part to play still, I think. Yeah. You're... Oh. The silence were actually just here, but you forgot, forgot. about it. Yeah, forgot that's about it. it. There's a really funny picture on Reddit that's got a silence sitting at the head of a table. There's a birthday cake in front of him, and it says, Worst part about being a silence, no one remembers your birthday. Oh, really? <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> that's so genius. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. They, they also invented the suit. They did. Yeah. 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 Subconsciously. That's yeah. why we love they it. They invented the yeah. Mad Men suit. Oh, my God. If you could just, if we could comp in a silence walking in the back of, like, Draper Cooper... Uh, <laughs> Sterling Cooper, Draper Price in the background, and then they're like, oh, I think I'll put on a skinny tie today. Like, they don't know. They're Who's the new guy? Yeah. yeah. What? Piss. <laughs> 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 I have an idea as how to market this. <laughs> the silence is like, smoking is bad for you. Right, I got that. Smoking is bad for me. Ah, silence. Why can't you help me land the American Airlines account? Um... So, uh, uh, at, at, burn for, at Brain Freeze says, uh, Karen, which Asian country would you want to visit? <laughs> oh, um, well, I would like to maybe go to China. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you ever been to Asia before? No, never. <laughs> you guys don't really have time to do anything the rest of the year, do you? No, no, not much time at all. Not but much. I would love to do that. That'd be so cool. What's a typical, like, what, what does your year look like while on the show? Well, we start shooting in, um... Ordinarily, we start in sort of August and then we shoot yeah. through till April. Mm-hmm. And we do 11-day fortnights, so we work yeah. six days and work the Saturday five days, six days, five days. But we do it in Cardiff, like, and so in the middle of December, in a castle, oh, it's cold, man. episodes five and six of this year, the gang of stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, in castles. You can see it was so cold, <gasps> so cold. But yeah. We have a laugh, and we remind ourselves that we get to play these characters, you know. So it's yeah. it's, it's, it's we get to run around kind of, spaceships. And yeah, stuff. and well, but cool. literally, and it sounds like oh god, we're so lucky, but but like we do go wow, don't yeah. we? quite a lot because you know, and the TARDIS never gets boring, right? You always somebody want to turn off that fucking walkie-talkie back there? 
when uh, sorry. when I drove the Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Hell yeah. He did. He did. Uh, I know, I know. Even, I mean, wow. even though it was just, you know, it's, it's just lights behind plastic, because I was a young nerd. Oh, spoilers. Because I was, because I was a young nerd, like, it was important to me. Like, everything meant something, yeah, right? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I made it mean things. So, like, there's, there's a way that... There's a way that I can, like, make the Enterprise go to warp speed. You know, like, those are the buttons that yeah, I push. Set, wait. And, right, so... Do you do that with the TARDIS? Is it like, does it like do stuff? Like I yeah. pull this to make this do this thing and I crank this thing and... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kind of as... I mean, I've taught you how to fly it, haven't I? Um, yeah, you have. I can't remember, though. There's basically, there's, there's five different areas and he has a lab and he has this kind of navigation system. And if you notice, I'll always, always go. I flick a gear here. I go... And I flick the handbrake. And the handbrake can work both ways because it makes a cool noise going down. But it, 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 like... I mean, you watch and you'll see. I, I always do the same because thing. Because as I, actors, we want to be specific. And yeah, we wanna, things exactly. need to mean things. When you we know, do Will, them. when we were teenagers and people came up to Will and they're like, you're on Star Trek. He was like, fuck Star Trek. And now that you feel like it's going to charm Karen Gillan and somebody, you're like, what I used to drive the Enterprise with my giant wiener. He's like, come on. I never drove the Enterprise with my giant wiener. <laughs> I use my giant wiener to program the holodeck. <laughs> when you guys are on location together, so you're on location, you're, you're, you know, and, and typically when you're on location, you end up having, you like, you form sort of a family, like just as like yeah. a means of survival, right? So I, I, I wonder if the, if the sort of experience of being like isolated and on location and working toward, you know, the goal of creating the show, does that inform the relationship between Amy and the doctor where you're sort of, you know, you have yeah. that same kind of isolation. Nice and question, sort of Mr. Lipton. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, somebody had to ask a good one. Oh, snap! Awkward. <laughs> I've been wetoned. We've been friends since we were seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I wasn't in Stand by Me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, find a way to tie Singled Out into Doctor Who. You've got this one. They don't. Imagine, they okay, if, the do- if Amy and the Doctor were like set up on a date on a ship. All right. <laughs> Oh my God, spaceship mates! Jesus Christ! Why has no one done this? Why haven't we done this? I used to, I hosted dating shows uh, when you really? guys were toddlers. Um, <laughs> Do you know, I've heard a lot of that older show than you. Singled out. Singled I've definitely out. heard of that. I, I'm, I'm kidding me. <laughs> you serious? No. Yeah. No, I am. I, like, I'm sure they had like, Remember, a, it was like Jenny a, McCarthy an and equivalent. Yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah and it, it, that's not you going out on the street, is it, and picking people? Street mate. No, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> that's a different name. Was but, it Bargain yeah. Hunt? It was not yeah. Bargain Hunt. Someday it will be. So that was an interesting question. So what, what is your answer to that? Uh, I think the answer is yes. It yeah, definitely. Totally. It's really weird. It's, it's merging our relationship it's on so, screen. Our and on relationship screen. is so blurred. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's really weird, yeah. isn't it? Um, but, but yeah, it is, it's definitely helped yeah. sort of being isolated, and I think. You know, what's really interesting about sort of uh, the journey with Amy and the Doctor is that sort of me and Karen came into this show 
And obviously with um, Russell and Julie and David and Billy and everyone being so popular, it was, it was, we were sort of on our own. And we were filming, the first episode that we filmed actually was uh, The End of Time, the Angels episode. Yeah. And I'll never forget, we, we were just on the beach and we were uh, sort of looking at each other day. on that first day going... <sighs> Hey, the okay. Was there. Yeah, the TARDIS was there, man, you know. And wherever you place the TARDIS, it looks like Van Gogh has plucked it and popped it down. It looks perfect yeah. everywhere. It's it's cuz it's so sort of pretty. Um uh so we know. Yeah. <laughs> so we We have we, it on our desktops. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got so many different iterations of a TARDIS. I've got yarn TARDISes. I've got the TARDIS uh, little uh, USB ports. The there's a TARDIS box. here, right? Was, there's a, there's a girl star. TARDIS here somewhere. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. All right. Wow. There she is. And there's uh, there's I knew it. I saw you in line. Here. I was like, she won't be able to sit down with that fucking thing. Uh. Yeah, listen, it's, it's just my ringtone. Don't my worry about tone. it. Yeah, oh. it's my ringtone. If you call me, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, I know, I know. Please don't, please stay. Please stay. Um, you should make a special one for them that's the Enterprise taking off. Oh, my gosh. That way it's different because yeah. Will calls and it's the TARDIS. Oh, that would be awesome. Hey, you know what? We, let's make a ringtone right now. Okay. You just uh, do the Next Generation theme. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Just, just okay. sing it. Sing a few bars okay, of that. Ready? Yeah. Da 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 Chris, this is Will calling you. Pick up the phone, cause everyone is mad. Sorry, well I am in the can reading Einstein quotes like Matt. Um, I just uh, welcome know. to life with us. Yes, <laughs> ah, the party never stops at Hardwick Wheaton Manor. <laughs> I um, like. I just can't believe that you're in Stand by Me. I love. No. <laughs> I love that film. Thanks. Like, listen, Stand by Me, The Goonies, and, and, and like just generally films from the '80s. I mean, I was having a big um, Back to the Future chat with your man who plays the guitar on the show. Yes, yes, uh-huh. and, uh, and uh, just kind of remembering fondly back to the future but and the hover thing yeah and just how i wanted hover hoverboards to be real so yeah. real yeah yeah i have had i've had true solar power hoverboards yeah man i was right. willing my skateboard up <laughs> <laughs> i've had dreams that i was convinced were actual life I'm like, there's hoverboards now. You know, you know, I've watched Back to the Future 2 a number of times, no surprise. And it would have been faster for Marty to just run. <laughs> hoverboards are not fast. They're not fast. Also, you can't ride them over, over water unless you've got power, That's you bojo. <laughs> um, I want to I be able to have a couple uh, fan base questions for, for you guys. So let, let's just take like three or four questions uh, from, from the audience. Let me, uh, let me take your wireless mic there, Matthew. I'll, t- I'll take no, Matt, Matt. Oh, okay. Matt, cool. Uh, uh, you, can use, you can use that one over there if you want, Myra. Uh, you what? Oh, look, you, Matt, you have, and Jonah can't talk now. Do you have a question? Do you have, do you have a question for Matt and Karen? Oh, God, I'm going to die. Oh, it's Idris. Hello. Oh, wow, it is Idris. What hey. do you and... It's TARDIS girl. What's going yeah. down? What do you and your ample bosom wish to say to... <laughs> The doctor and his companion. And feel free to take as long as you'd like with your question. <laughs> Can we get the house lights up, please? Yes, breathe as deeply as possible. A lot of, make sure a lot of O's and R's are in your question. 
Uh, could you tell me at what point did you really trust Stephen to know that he would take you to the right place and give you the right stories and, and give you what you needed to, to create what you were trying to create? I got this, guys. Jonah, shut um, up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, man. Go, go, go. That's all I have. That's all I got. That one thing. Yeah, I mean, look. You read one page of a Moffat script, and, and yeah. the man's a complete genius. And Doctor Who is in his blood, his bones, his soul. You know, he's he's um he's the uh, it, to my mind, he's the greatest science fiction writer on the planet. I, I you know I just love him. I think he's wonderful. So. He's, um, and it's, it's, what's sort of incredible is the Weeping Angels, for instance. I mean, the crack in time came from his son uh, having a crack in his bedroom wall, being afraid. The Weeping Angels are based on a a children's game called Grandma's Footsteps, you know, and he's, he's brilliant at observing children, actually, and, 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 and and finding out what sort of scares kids primarily, you know. Therefore, more relatable, therefore, scarier, Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, uh, you know, all homage to Stephen Moffat, man. Yeah, seriously, to be doing, you know, to do Doctor Who and Sherlock yeah. almost simultaneously, which was... And, and, and having, having written Tintin as yeah. well, you know? Yes. Yeah. But I, and, you know, it's interesting. I had always, I'd always just assumed, like, oh, the Doctor is space Sherlock. And then when I met Stephen at that panel in New York, he said, no, 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 no. They're completely different characters, oh, the yeah. doctor is compassionate and Sherlock is a sociopath. Like, they're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. they're, not, the, they're not the same character at all. Uh, another question. Um, let's, I, I saw your... Yeah, I'm gonna die! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, your, your hand went up first, uh, lady in the, in the red tie. Uh, what, is, what is your name? Madigan. And what is your name, Madigan? Uh, I just asked you that wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Words come out of mouth weird. Me no talk good. What's your, what is your question? Um... I mean, Matt, you made some really bold choices with theater. That face, fucking awesome. Wow, you saw that face? Yes. Um, oh, man, cool. Yes. Uh, what plans do you have for hopefully very, very far down the line when you guys are not the Doctor and Amy anymore? Well, uh, this, I mean, well, Karen, Karen's gone. Yeah. Uh, well, I am going to go onto the stage, which I'm so excited about. Um, I'm scared. But um, no, I'm going to do a play in London this year, which I'm really excited about. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. It's, I it's a tricky question. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, it's, 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 um, we've got a whole other season of Who to shoot, and we're going to work in between. I'm going to go back and do something about, about rowers, weirdly, for the BBC. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, but, you know, then, we get, then I shoot the Christmas special, which I saw the first page of the other day, which was very exciting. Uh, Stephen Moffat, like, we got a train up to uh, Manchester to see this thing, and, and, and um, he, he was just writing the Christmas special, and it kind of weirded me out, because he's there, and he's writing, and I'm sat across from him, and he was getting really weird that I was there, and then he sort of writes, and he taps away, and he looks up and goes... <laughs> and then, like, and it, it just weirded me out that, like, Stephen actually has to think about what he writes. Oh! <laughs> Uh, anyway, and he's just staring at you, going, "I am gonna make you dance." Yeah, monkey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Madigan, thank you for your question. Are you, uh, are you Sean from Shaun of the Dead? She is Sean from Shaun of the Dead. Nice outfit. Oh, you got yeah. red on you. I, um, I have a question about uh, writing. When uh, it was a really big deal for, uh, uh, you know, like we who love the show, it was a very big deal for us when Neil Gaiman uh, announced that he was writing. Yeah, the Doctor Show. 
is like is that a do you guys get that? I mean, is it is, yeah, it, is it a big is it a big deal for you? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, no game, yeah. and I mean, they're so excited. Yeah, and you know, he he came with a great, wonderful idea. I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah. it was a huge deal for us, and great for the show to have. Uh, you know, a writer with his sort of science fiction heritage, really. You guys I know also have a new game episode, right? He was so excited. Yeah. So excited to do it and was talking about it like a little kid. Just like, yeah. I get to do this and I get to play with these toys and I get to, you know, yeah. play with this stuff. And I, I mean, it seems like, I don't know who was more excited, uh, him or, or all of us. We're like, wow, our, like one of our favorite authors yeah. writing for one of our favorite shows. Yeah, but he yeah, really yeah. changed. He really, we, I couldn't talk about this when we had him on the podcast because I didn't want to do spoilers, but this is people have already seen it but but the idea that but the idea that we never consider that makes you rethink the entire series and you go oh yeah the doctor's true true companion is the TARDIS yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly and you know that's someone that he's kind of beholden to because it's it's always the doctor who's going get here do this do that but actually there's someone there's someone above him you know and it's and it's her there's a two more questions um there was that uh the gentleman in the bow tie yes please and then there's a then there's a puppet in the background. Oh, this is not gonna go well. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys! It's you guys! Hey! Oh, hey. Uh, oh wow, it is! Oh, cool! All right. Uh, Wait, is that puppet? What is what is what's your name? Chris. What's your name? I'm Nikki. Nikki, what uh, what what's your question? Um, I wanted to know what. For both of you as actors, what was the most pivotal episode for your development in Eleven and Amy's characters? And Matt, would you hold my sonic screwdriver? Okay. <laughs> How many times have you been in a locker room and heard that? Yeah, oh yeah, of course, absolutely. This is one that goes up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Trickers as well, man. You gotta. That's the thing to perfect. Oh how Thank similar you. does that feel to the actual one? <laughs> You're not getting this it's back. much lighter, actually. The actual ones, yeah, sadly. Sorry, don't give stuff to people if you don't want them to take it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't take your sonic screwdriver. So, it's nice to see you too, Chris. Um, so, yeah, that's a good question. What, what, yeah. pivotal? Karen. Well, I think the 11th hour, I know that was just the beginning, but um, it's hugely important to, to yeah. kind of introducing their relationship. And to both of us, it's, like, what, it's a favourite, isn't Between you and Caitlin, it? my cousin, who played young Amy, um, I mean, you guys set that up, and then it changed again when, when I came in, and then, I don't know, I hope it's evolving every episode, though. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that as well. I think, I think maybe... Um, the Big Bang was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty seminal, but oh, yeah. we've, we, you know, I mean, ep 13 of this season's pretty huge, and I've got to say, guys, Karen, in episode 10 coming up, is brilliant. The best performance she's done of this season, and it's such a, it's such a mad, because I love who when it gets kind of weird and trippy and psychedelic, and um, this is a great episode for that, but she's, she's truly, really, it's a, it's a remarkable performance from her. Excellent. Thanks, man. I, think we have, I think we have time for one more question. And this, 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 so, uh, it's better be a fucking great question, because... Uh... <laughs> Chris, just remember to put the mic to the guy's face, not the puppet. No, that won't... I don't no, understand. No, he's, he's clearly he's, holding he's, a tiny man no, no, here. No, 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 Chris, that is just... He's a, clearly uh, elbow deep in a tiny elderly a, gentleman <laughs> who didn't have legs of his own, so had to be carried here <laughs> via his spine. <laughs> Towards the flesh face. Sir, you're interrupting the puppet. Muppet Moffat. Um, the- ah, it's Muppet Moffat. Muppet Moffat. Oh my God. Do you know? Do you know? We um. That's brilliant. What do I? 
Christoph Fisting, oh. Stephen Moffat. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Chris, the, the poison's inside the head. Who's the fucking puppet now, Moffat? <laughs> we heard about this. Apparently you were at the Torchwood panel today, right? We heard, we heard. We, we heard there was a Stephen Moffat. <laughs> What's this? Interior. Interior. Matthew, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Every moment will feel like an eternity. <laughs> that time on the train, I was writing your death scene. <laughs> I'm wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. What is going on? Do you want to try it on? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try it on. Why the hell not? Yeah, so, what's your question? Oh, here. Sorry. Oh. Did My you buy this jacket from the estate of Hervé Villachez? <laughs> <laughs> estate is a generous word. <laughs> um, my, uh, <laughs> my question is... <laughs> everyone's always talking about how many doctors you can get back for the 50th anniversary special, but I'm wondering if there are any companions you want to come back. Like... Um, no, I, I... You know, I've got... I've got Two are enough, I think, you know. Aww. No, I mean, uh, who could come back? Aww. You know, it's... it's um... Captain Jack. Captain oh, have you Jack seen, have you come seen back. John? Have you seen John um, here at the con? Sorry? Have you seen Barrowman here at the con? No, but no. he's... he's um, I'm going to... This, this feels kind of weird, so... Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm going to give it you back, but cool. It's, it's, um, it's inventive, man. There you go. Nice to meet Muppet Moffat. <laughs> who would I want to come back? I mean, i got to say, it was such a... Um, such a tragedy that Liz passed because she was a yeah. she was a real joy of a lady yeah for sure um, but John would be nice I mean there's Rose there's Donna you know uh, but it's, it's, it's you know I just think I think companions coming back I think it has to be for a really great reason I think you know I do think it's a more interesting choice to have a doctor come back yeah. I think that would be I mean imagine having two doctors in just going whoa 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 what are you doing here what are you doing here you know it'd be mental imagine if Tom Baker could come back how cool would that be I mean is there any reason why he wouldn't I mean he's a- well I don't know I mean I don't see why not like yeah <laughs> he's kind of like he's kind of groovy isn't he in his, in his, in his latte years but who knows? I mean, are there any companions you'd like to see come back? Um, I, I would like... My favourite is Rose. Yeah, my favourite's <laughs> Amy Pond and then, and then I'll Rose. I'll be your companion. Yeah, hey. I'll, 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 I'll totally be your companion. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll, come, I'll, I'll go on the terrace with you and travel the time. I think, we, I think we all would. Hey, a really quick question. Did you actually eat fish fingers and custard? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, I'm lying to you all. He always lies about it. Okay, it was... It was it was custard and coconut in breadcrumbs, but okay. I ate like 12 of them because we did it loads. Um, and then I did try, I mean, I tried fish fingers and custard, which isn't that bad. Really? Yeah, it's kind of not that bad. Is it not that bad like Vegemite's not that bad? No. That kind like, of thing? It's really not that bad. It's really not that bad. I tried it on a chat show. Oh, did you? Yeah, on Graham Norton. There you go. Well, we've, uh, we've had you up here for about, for about 45 minutes, and uh, I know there's a, a special thing that you might need to go, uh, get, you know, do. I've got uh, no idea what you're talking about. I mean, it's a total surprise. I don't know either. So yeah. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys go uh, get, get set up for that. Uh, but I do want to say that, you know, you, you have to know that what you came into was a show, and, and just because you came into characters that were beloved, uh, that the odds were stacked against you with the nerds, and you guys 
totally won everyone over like right away. And I think, Thanks. and I think, and tomorrow, I mean, Hall H at Comic Con is like. 6,000 people. I know. I'm so excited about and, it. It's, well, it's and you, so exciting. You've done such an amazing job at really, you know, staying, you. staying true and doing, making your own choices and making it your own and really creating a space. I don't have to be too, like, sentimental, but creating no. a space in our hearts for uh, the Doctor and Amy Pond. No, uh, thank you, Chris. So, that means a lot. And, and, you know, guys, also, just, it's, 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 um, it's great support out here that you guys give us and I think next year with the 50th anniversary it's going to be bigger than ever it really yeah. is it's going to be huge so yeah so really quickly let's have a hand for Matt Smith and Karen Gillen for taking out of their day they're scheduled to come be here I mean I don't know if I'll see you guys later or not I mean that's like I don't know gracias Nerdist Podcast San Diego Comic-Con 2011. I have a very special surprise for you. The BBC has decided to make burritos in TARDIS sleeves. They will be served over here on your way out by two very special guests. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. San Diego 2011. Woo! Thanks, you guys. I love you. I love you. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.